Cambridge 105 Radio. My next guest is Principal of Impington Village College, and that is Victoria Hearn. Now, we've been hearing all about in the news everywhere the real struggle or how to change and adapt to remote learning for both the schools, the teachers, the pupils and the parents. There's so much involved in this. And we hear how some pupils are struggling and some teachers haven't got the equipment. But I caught up with, as I said, Impington Village College principal about this because they have literally been working their socks off to get this all organised and it was really interesting to catch up with Victoria Hearn, Impington Village College. Here she is. It has been challenging but I think this time around it's been smoother than ever before actually and I think a lot of that has been down to the structures that we've put in place. Um, so the students are following the normal college timetable and I think that's given both students and staff a really nice sense of routine and it's meant that there's been lots more interaction this time around than there have been um, during previous lockdowns. And then of course when we've got students in college, of which we've got about 50 still uh, coming into college every day, those students have been able to access their live lessons as well, be that supported by a teaching assistant if they've got special needs or our key worker children have been logging in and accessing the same lessons as all of their peers. So I think that has worked really well for us. Yeah, as you say, you've really sort of finely tuned it and I'm sure all schools have done that. It, it's, I would say it's incredibly hard. I have four children, they're all grown up now. I am not sure how I would have coped with this. What's been the feedback from your parents for this? Because it must be so tough, not only obviously for staff, completely very hard, but how have parents coped with this as well? So again, I think this time around, there's been a marked difference and the feedback from parents has been hugely positive. Uh, we were overwhelmed with positive emails at the end of the first week, which was lovely for us. And it was really nice to be able to pass those on to our staff. Um, because I think for them, knowing that their, their children are logging in to lessons every day and they are getting that dialogue with their teachers means that they can be a bit more confident that the pressure is not quite on them so much to be homeschooling, as it were, because I think there's been lots of talk about that uh, and the difficulties that that poses as a parent, particularly if you're working. And actually, parents have been really pleased that students have been able to kind of carry on almost like normal. So how has that helped students? Have they got all the necessary digital apparatus, e-books and, and computers? Do they have all that? So we use Microsoft Teams uh, for the majority of our online learning. And we're very fortunate. We've got a brilliant IT team who are able to track what devices students are using, how frequently they're logging in. Um, so we were actually able to identify in the first week students that were logging in using their phone or weren't logging in. Um, and then we've been able to provide them with tablets or with Chromebooks, partly supported by like, the DFE initiatives and the government schemes around like, data and things like that, but also through supplying our own uh, Chromebooks so that we know that all students are connected. And we have a team of people that chase attendance all day, every day, that make sure that students are logging on at the right time, that they contact parents if students haven't been able to log in. And again, that's meant that really only a handful of students haven't accessed lessons. Do you get across that actually, if if they mistakes are made for students, do they find that it's okay to get things wrong and not have to always adhere to the, the school routine if, they, you know, if they're not well or if they... Um, they've got something that they need to do at home. How do you gear them so they're not absolutely pressured to do seven hours a day of schoolwork? 
So we've done quite a few things around that. Um, we have shortened lessons slightly. So lessons are between 45 and 50 minutes rather than the full hour. So that means that the students and staff get a, a screen break at the end of every session. Um, we've also built in things like reading, which can obviously be done at different points in the day, but is obviously really important. Um, so that means that students aren't just sat in front of a screen. We have a really fantastic pastoral team who look out for students and, and our students know that they can drop their teacher or their tutor or a member of the pastoral team a message via chat. Uh, and we really encourage them to do that um, so that they can stay connected. Um, yeah, so I think that's worked really well. Uh, it sounds like it does. What happens with, I don't suppose you, do you have a sort of a, a parents evening online as well? Does that yes, come about? Oh, excellent. I should we think do, that's yeah. So <laughs> we have had three online parents evenings now, which have worked brilliantly. Um, it means that obviously parents don't have to leave the house. Um, it also means that staff can either do them from home or they can do them in college, whatever they prefer. Um, Parent feedback has been really, really fantastic on the parents' evenings, and I think that's one of those things that will stay after COVID has gone, because I think parents were really keen that they don't have to leave the house. Um, it's much more efficient. There's none of that mad dash that you always get at parents' evening to get from one side of the building to the other, and one teacher running slightly late, or, or somebody wanting to see you a little bit early, and the appointments are five minutes and there's a counter at the top of the screen, which has been quite an adjustment for our staff, actually, who might be used to talking for a little bit longer. But parents have really liked that. And I think staff have too as well, because actually, particularly in the winter, being able to go home and do parents' evening from home and still deliver the same quality feedback, but actually not have to have the hour commute at the end of the night has really made a difference. And what about at school? How have you finely tuned the safety element of COVID-19 at school, how has that sort of changed in the sense that have you become much, I'm sure people, we're, we're much more efficient now, aren't we? We put the mask on wherever we go. And how has that changed at, at your at college? So most of the measures that we've had in place have been in place since we reopened. Um, and those things kind of include the social distancing that you would expect wherever we can within the realities of being in a secondary school, uh, wearing a face coverings. This time round, because obviously we have very few students in, we have very consistent bubbles of students. So our key worker children are working in small groups and they're in the same group every day. Um, and that means that obviously the risk of transmission between those groups is fairly minimal. Um, since Christmas, we've also been doing the weekly testing for staff and then testing the students as they've returned to college. Um, and so that has meant really that we've been able to, to keep students in who need to be in uh, and to keep everybody as safe as we can. And the, the students, how, how well have they adapted their turnaround to all the digital elements of learning online? Because I, I see there was one thing about re reminding children to put their camera on. Do you insist that they put their camera on? Is that something that, because that seems to be an etiquette of all Zoom and Microsoft Teams that you have to have your, your camera on, is that right? We don't insist, we strongly recommend um, because we understand that for some students that might be particularly difficult and actually we are a very inclusive school and we want students to take part and actually if that means that they want to take part through the chat then they can do um, but actually what we insist on is that participation and I think 
in terms of how they coped, they definitely coped better this time around. And I think that's partly probably because they are used to the idea of a lockdown and they're used to this idea of learning at home. But also I think as our provision has got better, they have really kind of risen to the challenges that, that we've thrown out to them. So they have really engaged in lessons and not only have they been present, but they are starting, as you say, to turn their cameras on and to actually unmute uh, and make contributions. And I think everybody has really benefited from that. Oh, that sounds great. And what about sport? How do you include sport in the daily routine of school life? Are you are you sort of suggesting they do a, a particular sport or they do a walk or some form of exercise during the day to break up their day? So, as I said, we have shortened lessons to allow more time for those kinds of things. That's also meant that lunchtime is a little bit longer. So it means that students have got the option to actually go out and get their daily exercise. Our PE department have been great at suggesting lots of different activities that they can do. We also run an enrichment programme as part of our timetable on a Tuesday afternoon called ICAS, which is Impington Creativity, Activity and Service. And we are running ICAS at home as part of our online provision. So students have got a whole list of enrichment activities that they can choose from on a Tuesday afternoon. They are posting their runs um, and copies of their runs from Strava and things like that so that they're sharing um, their achievements in that way as well. Sounds fantastic and as long as as much as we don't want a lockdown it sounds like your college is coping extremely well. What's the future after lockdown as you say when this all disappears what will you take away from this lockdown? What lessons do you think schools will learn from this lockdown or take with them? What's been the really positive part about it? So I think it has allowed us to really kind of continue the focus on community and inclusion um, and making sure that we are prioritising well-being, looking after each other. I think one of the things that we've been really careful to do with staff and with students is to really check in regularly. Um, so be that a quick message on the chat or be that a weekly touching base session, which we do as part of our tutor time programme, but we also do with staff as well. So we make sure that all our staff get a one-to-one -one check in every single week just to make sure that they're okay. And I think that strong focus on wellbeing is something that has always been really important to us, but I think will certainly continue as we return. And then I think there are also those slightly more frivolous things like the parents' evenings, where I think things like virtual parents' evenings and virtual meetings are definitely here to stay. Yes, I think you're absolutely right. I'm sure it works both ways, you say, for teachers and the parents and the students too. So just, just touching on the staff, it seems like the staff are really doing really well and they're coping very nicely. I mean, teachers have so much on and we total respect to teachers, whatever they do and how they cope with it. Does it help them basically learning in a digital way? I think they've certainly learned a huge amount about online learning. Um, I think where we were in March compared to where we are now and the use of breakout rooms and all sorts of different apps and tricks and things like that in the classroom certainly and I think they've really benefited from sharing those ideas with each other and I think particularly probably homework will be something that might be done slightly differently because we will be able to make much better use of online learning than, than we might have done a year ago um, but I think it would also be fair to say that they are very keen to get back to teaching in the classroom yes. and teaching face to face because I think whilst 
online learning has proved to be really successful there is no real substitute for us being back in the classroom with our students cambridge 105 radio